time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the womb, but they don't share opinions. Yeah, welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Yeah, we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. I was, our, ma- I was mouthing the words because you were going to hesitate there for yeah, a second. I did. Hey, you're my fan like that? Eh? You sing along with me? <laughs> like it. You could lip sing it over there. But anyways, it's uh, just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio because we got our own radio station. And if you want to be part of the Twin Pyre, listen to us every Tuesday and become our friends. Where can we be friends at? Over on Facebook, you go to Twin Talk Show. On Instagram, but we say Twinstagram, you go to Twin Talk Show. And on Twitter, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, even if it's, you know, no matter how you pronounce it, it always sounds to me like Twitter. In my head, I hear Twitter. I don't know why it is. Anyway, so that's how you get on there and contact with us. Uh, uh, welcome back. And anyways, while my brother uh, catches his breath over there engineering the show, this is Angel from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We love having you guys here. Uh, we're on every Tuesday. And uh, you can uh, also you can also call us. You can call us at, uh, where, Jose? 626-275-8946. Yeah, and today on our show, we're going to bring it like we always do. Hey, <laughs> today is the Seinfeld episode. Today's show is a show about nothing. <laughs> I'm coughing over here. So we want to invite you all again to give us a call at 626 to win. 626-275-8946. I'm choking over here. <laughs> Uh, uh, hang in there. Well, I do the Heimlich maneuver on my brother here. <laughs> it's those fish tacos we're eating, dude. Um, anyway, so uh, we're going to be. Um, uh, uh, if you have tuned up, tuned in with us to us before, we are lit- uh, we are legitimately identical twins. We share the same DNA, but that's about it. Our logo, our slogan says it all. We may have shared a womb, but we don't share. We're opinions. totally legitimate. Eh? My mom and dad are married. Okay, so we're, so we're not illegitimate. We're children. not illegitimate twins, eh? We're, we're really, they're, they're still married, I think, you know, right? <laughs> Anyways, we, well, today on our show, we're going to bring it like the twins do, uh, but also we're going to have a guest today, a uh, sniper from Sick Cycles, eh? That's Sick, S-I-C, Cycles, spelled P-S-Y-C-L-E-S. They're a bicycle club. with bicycle. Bicycle? It's a biker club, eh? Not a like bicycle. Motorcycle club. Like a motorcycle club, yeah. And uh, he's going to call in. We're going to talk to him about who the heck are they, what do they stand for, and some other things that they're doing right now. Hey, you know what? I- I'm looking at a picture you just posted of yourself with a soda can. 
And um, I always notice all your photos are really blurry. Don't you ever clean the lens on your camera? I do, eh? But you every know. every camera you've had, you got real blurry photos, dude. Is it just because you want to? Did you put like Vaseline on it, the old trick, so to hide the the, the wrinkles? <laughs> no, good one, eh? No, you know what it is? It's just that I'm really well uh, uh, moisturized. No, you know? Angel walks I'm around. I'm very naturally it. moisturized, so when I use my phone, I get it nice. He and walks around with the Barbara Walters filter everywhere he goes, so he <laughs> takes pictures. Like you see pictures of him and his wife he's the one with the soft focus <laughs> the barbara walters filter on his, on his shot hey you're gonna give away my secrets from my nude photos i gave to my wife eh? um, <laughs> just like you said sick nah chade don't compare <laughs> me to barbara walters hey eh? nah shit she's too conservative eh? she's like white <laughs> anyway and she's, he, a, and she's a she to top it off hey eh? anyway you can go to um Page six two seven five. Wait a minute, that's the phone. Our phone line is six six two seven five eight nine four six to give us a call anytime throughout the show. We take your calls and your comments. Also, we want to invite you to go to our website at www.twintalkcast.com and click previous podcasts. We have, geez, like four years of podcasts there. Are we almost there? Four years, eh? Mm-hmm. So what is that, eh? You know, like if the like if you know, like when you're married at fifty, it's golden. At twenty five, it's silver. So for us, paper. F- four is paper. No, I think five is paper. Isn't yeah, it? green paper, eh? Like with with a dollar amount on it. No, no, four Give years is toilet paper. Toilet paper. Yeah. You want me to toilet paper your house again, <laughs> eh? That was fun. Anyway, so uh, go there. Last week's show will be posted up shortly. We've had a. Uh, IT guy who was on vacation. Welcome back, Dennis. Welcome um, back, Holmes, from Tripnotic Lounge, eh? So anyway, check it out. Uh, last week's show was awesome, so check it out. It'll be up sometime this evening or tomorrow. Uh, we had uh, Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson, the founder of South Central Los Angeles Tea Party. I don't get it, eh? The South Central Los Angeles Tea Party. And like he says, black as the ace of spades, but American through and through, he says. You know and what? And he says he doesn't have an afro... He has a Amerifro. <laughs> Anyways, he's the founder of BondAction.org, and uh, he was talking to us about all the craziness in Ferguson and how about how, um, well, just check it out, how disgusted he is with the uh, black people of America. Let me tell you, uh, uh, Reverend Peterson, he's a good soul. He's a good man. He's got a good heart. I don't necessarily agree with his approach on everything, but, you know, at, at, he has a good heart at least. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. And and he's a good call, too. Whenever we have him on our show, it's an interesting conversation and a fun one as well. You could also go on our previous podcast. And uh, we were on his radio show uh, once or twice. And uh, he gave us uh, the the, um, honor of allowing us to put that excerpt, those excerpts of his show with us in it on our podcast so look for it on TwinTopCast.com on pre- previous podcasts, and you'll see an interview with my brother, myself. What do you mean? I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. He allowed us? Shit. He was probably asking us, hey, put him on, please. Put me on your website. <laughs> hey, dude, it's called... Everybody wants to be part of the Twin Pirate, eh? even Jesse Lee Peterson. Holmes. It's called, I mean, he won't admit it, because... Eh? It's called cause being gracious, he calls Angel. Because he calls me the little liberal... It's, it's being gracious, Angel. He invited us on his show a couple times. He, you know, he gives us the, the file so we can put it on our show. But I'll tell you, when I go to South Central, I don't. I expect to get a beer, eh? Not, not no tea, tea party. I don't get it. Whatever. 
Who has a tea party in South Central LA? I got to tell you, the tea party has a bad rap by the media, and everyone believes it. It's such ridiculous crap. I don't know. I don't get it. I um, talk to most people, most like Rush Limbaugh likes to say, the, uh, what does he call it? The low education crowd. I don't know what he calls them. But talk to anybody, and they'll tell you the tea party, a bunch of gun-toting, fascist, racist, women-hating, uh, hardcore Christian, psycho Christian people. Is that what it is? No, it's not. Oh. I just told you that you talk to any <laughs> low education person. I don't know person. what it is. No, it's just a grassroots conservative group, a group that was not happy with the Republican Party because of all their cronyism, and they wanted to start uh, you know, something grassroots. They're cloning the, the Republican Party, did you say? No, you know what? But they, every party says that about the other party. Every party has their uh, stereotypes about the other party, you know, like... like uh, the conservatives have about the libs. Even use it like that. Libs. Like all like... Uh, okay, what is it? What the li- I don't what, know what, what is it is. All I know What's is that I've, I've been referred to Angel, as if you're gonna argue, the, the little liberal. If you're going to make an what, argument, what you got to back up your well, argument. Well, I am. I'm telling you. I, I can What's speak. the backup on your argument? Uh, the the uh, When I went on the show over there with uh, uh, Mr. Peterson, <clears throat> he's on the conservative side like you. Right? Yeah. That almost sounds... Although... Although I will say, conservative, he's, although he's 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 heavier conservative than I am, he's farther right than I am. Uh, with all the now, I'd say he's a little wrong, eh? Not no right, <laughs> but you guys, you guys uh, tend to uh, uh, gang up on me, like if, no, and not, then you, and then and then you you talk all condescending, like, oh, my brother's just a liberal, or like he likes to say, oh, he's the little liberal, you know. So that that's like kind of the same thing. Every party has that about the other party. I'm going to just get together and have a big party. I'm going to play a promo from Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show. Check it out. Every other time you come across somebody once in a while you you shouldn't have messed with, that's me. I am not an African-American. You're Oreo cookie. White on the inside and black on the outside. I don't have an Afro. I have an Amerifro. Talking that idiotic stuff you talk about, I will slap you. Go ahead. Make my day. Black at the ace of spades, but 100, 100% American. Heard around the world by everybody and their mama. The Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show. Won't back down. Jesse Lee Peterson. You know, since we're talking about that, here's the deal. Um, I'm, I'm going to speak up because, think about it. How many black people in America call themselves African-American and they're really probably not even African? I mean, there's probably no descent to Africa, you know, and they... They call themselves African-American, like Mexican-Americans. Do you know, I, I don't call myself a Mexican-American because I may have a Mexican. You and I are of Mexican descent, but I'm not a, think about it, Mexican-American. But see, but see, but if for the purpose of not having a uh, very, lim- for having a limited, you know, you know, vocabulary, what what would you who, use? Because who, who, you, who, who has anyone, anyone, what do you mean? Who has anyone, anyone, the, the, the American language, because that, what would you use? And I'm explaining, man. See, so you got the Americas, right? And you got North America, you got Central America, you got South America. So you're American. So you're one of those. But what's your point about my point is limited, you, you have to say something because particularly here in in the United States, right? 
which is part of North America, right? And 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 it's full of different color and creeds of Americans, right? So how are you going to distinguish, not that it matters, but distinguish yourself in your heritage and your color and your and uh, uh, your roots? Okay, can you I know? ask you so something? So what do you do? Okay, let me you ask you this. You say Mexican-American. How about this? Where does this limited English come from? Where did that come well, from? Well, I speak. Give me foot. another word then that would then give me another word. Oh, I see. What then you're that to. would be distinguish I'll you distinguish as the American that you are. I'm an American. Yeah, but of Mexican descent. That's all. Okay, Duh. so Mexican American for short, eh? No, just like Jose, they call you Joe. No, they don't. No one ever calls me Joe. It's funny because I'm. Yeah, a, but I'd rather they can. Be, my name's Jose. My birth name and a birth certificate is Jose. You know. That explains. I don't it. understand this whole. That explains it. Limited you know, English. You know, Rick Dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never got that. One. Why you Why you call Rick Dick? Is it Rick Dick? Yeah, Dick. Why do they call him Dick? I don't For know. Why do they call Francisco? It's, it's not even making it shorter. It's just changing a word, a letter. Why do they, they call? Like the, why do they call Francisco Pancho? Where did it, that come from? Well, I can see that one because it's it's at least shortened down to two syllables from three. Francisco Pancho. Got you, Rick and Dick. And Jose. No, but it's Richard, Richard and Dick. Is uh, Richard it, yeah. and Dick. Still, you know, well, you bring it down to one, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Richard and Rick. Okay, got you. All, all I gotta say is I'm American, <laughs> and we'll be right back with a shout out. <laughs> This is not America. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. That's your cue, Angel. And I'm Angel. <laughs> you can't bring your wife to work. It's not wife to work day. <laughs> and uh, we're say? broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on uh, TwinTalkCast.com. We're also doing it on the ar- largest internet radio network in the world. That's LiveBasically.com. Just look for our radio channel, eh? That's TwinTalkCast. TwinTalkCast.com. So tonight, a uh, special guest from Six Cycles. Uh, who is it, Angel? Sniper, eh? Sniper. That's huh? two syllables and only one name, eh? Okay. So it's not snipe, snip. What would it be if, if, if Richard if you is were Dick? Sh- if Dick is short for Richard, then, then snipe would be snick. <laughs> sniper would be snick. <laughs> sniper from Six Cycles is going to be calling in. He's going to be talking about what they're all about. 
and uh, some of the uh, an upcoming event. A charity actually is uh, first annual uh, fight cancer. Uh, um, so, so stay tuned for that. Be all that about. kind of shit. I don't know what it is. So how was your week, brother? My week was good, man. Well, actually, it was not. I, I was having a few health episodes there. I'm getting old, and I need to make sure that I, I take it to another level health-wise. What's eh? up with the health episodes? You mean, you you know, uh, heart issue, gastrointestinal still? Hey, dude, I don't, you know, you got, I don't even, you know, you know bleh, bleh. you have to get a subpoena if you want my medical records, all right? Oh, <laughs> I'm not just going to give it up to, you know, to the world right here, because... I know the world's listening today. HIPAA laws? <laughs> is that what it is? It's a HIPAA. I think it's a HIPAA law. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but we do have shout outs for you. That we do have because we love you. My brother's in denial, eh? But he loves you too. Your shout outs are brought to you by uh, Aladdin's Jr. Uh, Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. Tell you a little bit more about that in a little bit more later anyways uh, i want to give a shout out to jamie hey eh? you're over in the in the 805 hey eh? i love it over there we're gonna go over there we're gonna crash at your pad you're gonna host us okay uh also i want to give a shout out to the burlesque diva contessa Shoot. heard about you never seen your show eh? but there's your shout out i want to give a shout out to Corey muniz also to uh somebody that's a little bit that that's in the wrong but he says he's on the right. George Boucher. Hey, don't worry, Holmes. Your secret's with me. I'm not telling anybody, all right? I know. Okay? Uh, also got a shout-out. That's for- messed up, dude. Like, you just called him out. George. Now, everyone's going to like, oh, what's up with George? Boucher. He's, got, he's hiding something. George Boucher. That sucks, dude. Anyways, you stay. Who needs the NSA when you got Angel here? I <laughs> also want to give a shout-out to... Uh, 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 to Jake the Snake, eh? I told you I would shout you out, Holmes. Uh, you got any shout-outs? Uh, shout-out to Dennis Lottie. Ran into you at the red carpet. Shout-out to Kenny Holmes. Also, Stephanie Stanton, Newsy Steph. What's up, babe? Thanks for asking about the radio show. Ross King, the late, the great, the late, the great Ross King. He will be with us uh, very soon promoting <laughs> a book, and uh, he's fantastic. Uh, that's my shout-outs. That's pretty messed up if you heard your shout-out saying the late. Uh, anyways, your shout-out. Just in case he's late. <laughs> your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Jr. Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. They have a pretty good selection of beer, good Mediterranean food, and uh, they have rock and roll. Well, no, they have all kinds of music on weekends. All right, we'll be right back with uh, our version of the News and Dirty Laundry. Right back. Shoo!
is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Dio Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Also out of the largest internet radio network in the world, because we go large, eh? even out of the garage, on uh, Live365.com. Look for our radio station, Twin Talk Cast Radio. All right. <laughs> I don't know why I got like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, anyway, now it's time when you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and goes, ah, it's time to listen with a little twist. Ah, I love it when you do it and uh, nothing. <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> I was going to say something. They're going to think I didn't shit. mean that. <laughs> Maybe I should finish. <laughs> anyway, since Jackie is out today with a uh, an event that she to, has to attend to, uh, yours truly, Jose and Angel, will be discussing the news and dirty laundry. Yes, what I meant to say is that I love it when you do that when Jackie's here. She loves it. She loves it. She, you know, we got to put this online, eh? We got to put it live. Yeah, when you when you announce her, she it's because it's because she I gets have, giddy. She gets like flushy and she smiles. Because she sits directly across from me. We lock eyes. I reach out and do that little gesture with my hand, and I squeeze, and I turn, and I go, and, and her eyes just kind of like, and I, to, no. and I pull toward me as if I'm pulling her toward me. No, she doesn't like and it And she gets of giddy. <laughs> she does. She gets all giddy. <laughs> she does. Uh, hey, Sandro, she, she gets giddy, dude. I think what she likes is that she has her own segment and her own music that goes to her. And her own little intro. And her little intro, eh? Multimedia journalist, yada, 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 to grab the loin. <laughs> Time to listen. Hey, yeah. Cochina, Jackie. <laughs> Cochina. Hey, man. So you know what? I think I think I'll start. I start the this uh, news and dirty laundry today. Okay, go ahead. On, on uh, uh, I guess you could call it a uh, for all you women out there. You could cause it a po- uh, ca- call it a positive note because today, August twenty sixth in nineteen twenty, the nineteenth amendment was adopted. Okay, the night in case you don't know then I didn't know that. Okay, so don't feel bad if you don't know it, but I'm gonna let you know right now. The 19th Amendment uh, guaranteeing women the right to vote was formally adopted into the U.S. Constitution uh, by proclamation of Secretary uh, of State Brainbridge, whatever that means. Okay, the amendment was uh, the culmination of more than 70 years of struggle by women uh, uh, suffragists. People, I guess that means women that suffered. The suffragists. The suffragists. Uh, <laughs> it's two sections uh, read simply. The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged uh, by... What does that mean, abridged? Uh, shortened or condensed or made smaller. Or okay, anything, okay. Or, or cut, you know, cut corners. Awesome, Jose. You should be on a game show host. Okay, the right of the... Am I, am I your call a friend, dude? I'll do. I'll call you for sure, Zay. <laughs> but I'll win the money. The right... I'll, I'll share some of it with you, eh? But Here's your theme song. Okay, there you go. So these women, you know, that the suffragettes, these, suffra- these suffering women... Suffragettes. Suffragettes. Suffragettes, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, they won the right of citizens of the United States to vote 
shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. So if you don't, if she didn't give it to you good enough, she could still vote, eh? <laughs> no, what, <laughs> that's not what it means. What it meant by sex, it meant gender, eh? You know, that was uh, 1920. Of how course many, it did. How many years? 70 years? How many years is that? 1920, 2020, take away seven. So that, <laughs> that's a... That's 170 80, years ago. 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80 years ago. 70, 80 years ago. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so, and, and what? And what happened? Women had the right to vote now. And what happened? Here's what I have to say <laughs> about this. Look, so, I've always so, said this. I mean, I've always said this about that angel. <laughs> As a father of two daughters, I raised them to be independent. That I want them to go out there and shatter that glass ceiling to show that women have power and the ability and the talent to do what all men do. So I say, stand up. I believe in all the suffragettes. I believe that today you can, should continue that, that you should continue your movement to step forward and stand up for the rights of women. Women, I want you all to stand up, put your hands up in the air and say, I am woman, hear me roar. While you're up, get me a beer and then shut up. <laughs> yeah, get get him a good set of, of knife, eh? A cutlery set. <laughs> a good cutlery set, eh? Make it easy for them. Anyhow, no, I think it's kind of a, a misnomer, eh? <laughs> Did you like that word? So I don't know what it means, eh? <laughs> but, it, but it's kind of an oxymoron because, you know, women... Hey, you already used misnomer. Women don't have to... Which one is it? It's, <laughs> which word is it? Is it a misnomer or an oxymoron? Pick one. Those are two different words. Well, let me, let me finish it and then you can fill it in. Pick one, all right? Okay. So, uh, kind of like on Jeopardy, what is... Uh, so, uh, what I'm saying is, is that women, they don't need the right to vote, eh? Because you ever heard that saying, you know, a happy wife is a happy life? Right. Okay, because, you know, if you don't vote the way she wants you to vote, eh? (laughs) It's like... We're miserable. Take me to dinner. Okay, mija, I'm going to take you to uh, Bob's Bigs Boy. Ah, I don't want to go anymore. Uh, (laughs) Okay, baby, where do you want to go? Wherever you want to take me. Where do you want to go, damn it? (laughs) Then why are you taking the Bob's Big Boy? No, what I'm saying is... Bob's Big Boy? What I'm saying is, you know, know, most men out there, you know, that vote are probably married. And, you know, they're going to vote for whatever their mama or their their mommy. No, you know what? Their wife wants, eh? I I have always... (laughs) They don't need a right to vote. I've been in a relationship... ALZ, they don't even need to go to the voting booth. (laughs) You could go for them. (laughs) Now, I've I've always been in relationships where my, my lady and I have two different... Two different um, beliefs, and um, <laughs> I just got a message from someone named Kathy saying, "I am woman. Hear me war. Here's your beer now." <laughs> I love it. See a woman that understands the roles, and I don't mean to be sexist, ladies and gentlemen. Men and women do have roles. There are roles in. A, in a, let me talk in a relationship. That doesn't mean that one is better than the other. There's not a subservient. Or or whatever, you know. It I, depends. I, eh? Listen, it depends what it, role you're playing. This. Let week. me tell you something. <laughs> Everything you watch on television is all about. You ever see those? Oh, well, and he cooks. Oh my God, he's so perfect, and he's so in touch with his feelings. Oh, he's the perfect man. Bullshit. I call BS on you ladies because <laughs> let me tell you, women, those guys will not stick around. You won't have them stick around because you'll be turning around for the guy with the freaking tool belt. 
and his, and his waist and the dirty fingernails because he's been fixing your car and, and, and fixing stuff around the house. That's the guy you guys really like. But, you know, the TV shows tell you otherwise. Do you want to know why you're not happy, women? Why you go to those Cosmopolitan magazines and, <laughs> and McCall's, I don't know, whatever, McCall's, whatever those magazines. You know why you refer to those magazines all the time? Because you're believing those magazines. And then you wonder why you have to read that stupid article. Every other article on Cosmopolitan is how to please yourself. Well, you know what? If you're not pleasing as yourself, if if you're not, listen, hey, I got a couple if ideas. You're not, if you're not, I got a couple if, ideas. If for you're that. not pleased, if you're not pleased in bed, it's because you are dating that man who's in touch with this, with this feminine side and can cook so well. How about the guy who can fix the plumbing? The guy who can go out there and wax your car? The guy when when there's or a, your legs? The, eh? guy, the guy that knows the guy that knows that there's bikini wax, sweetie. The guy, Angel, hold on. Let me I could do your plumbing. I'm on a too. rant, dude. I'm on a roar. I could do your plumbing, plumbing too, baby. How about the guy? <laughs> hey, how about the guy who hears that knock on your car that you didn't even notice? And hey, babe, do you hear that knock on your car? No. Well, don't worry. I fixed it. How about that guy who shows up with his friends and they go and they drink and everything, but he still treats you like a woman? That's the guy you want, not the guy who says <laughs> forsakes his friends for you and says, "Yeah, sure, honey, let's go to the spa together. Sure, I'll I'll get a back rub and a and a mud pack as well. <laughs> yeah, no problem, baby. And then we'll put we'll light some of my scented candles and we'll make passionate love. No, women like a man who's a man. So that's why you're not happy. That's why you're not. Ple- <laughs> that's why you're reading those magazines on how to pleasure yourself because you're not satisfied. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that is not my patriot pass. <laughs> That's what I got to say. So suffragette, if you women are suffering, it's because you believe the hype. You believe the hype about, you know, the man who's in touch with his feminine side. You know how much in touch do I want to be with my feminine side? If there's a woman at my side, I want to touch that woman. That's how feminine I am. <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, you have more to say on that? No, Charlie, I, I already, you know, I'll, I'll find out what my, my wife wants me to say. Okay, so <laughs> next on the news, uh, this week, um, as a matter of fact, yesterday, um, there was a um, funeral for Michael Brown, the, the uh, controversial um, situation in Ferguson where Michael Brown, 18-year-old uh, young man, was shot and killed uh, during a apparently apparent scuffle with a police officer in Ferguson, uh, St. Louis. Uh, this weekend, it was all over the place. I mean, it almost even completely outshined the Emmy Awards, which we're not even going to bother talking about. You mean about. on TV? On television. Every cable station covered Michael Brown's funeral. The, uh, the, t- the situation was amazing. They covered it like he was some kind of hero. Listen, we have soldiers who come home from battle who are maimed and some of them killed, and they don't get the coverage that this young thug God, look, I'm not saying he deserved to die, but the guy, there is video footage of him roughing up somebody, and you're going to canonize him? It is utterly, utterly ridiculous. Nah, nah. Utter- oh, really? Okay, you're going to have a, a wall-to-wall coverage with uh, with Al Sharpton going to the, your funeral and doing a eulogy and broadcasting his show live from there? While every And they streamed it live on the Internet for those thousands of millions of people that wanted to lament the loss of this poor, gentle, giant thug. I don't know. You know, I didn't watch it, and I don't I don't really, you know, I, I care for the family. I, I, I grieve for them. I also grieve for the people of... Uh, uh, where is it at? 
in Ohio or St. Louis, right? Yeah. Ferguson. I grieve for them too as well because, you know, they lost one of their owns. Uh, owns. And and because what they feel, I think, but I, well, I, I would like to speak whether I didn't watch it or not. I do think, the, you know, I think that it's more than what you say, Jose. I think that for the people that are, a lot of the people that are watching it, um, <clears throat> uh, and at least for the people of Ferguson, uh, what it means is whether whether he, uh, you know, he he stole something or did not uh, just the, the level of uh, how would you say it, uh, how far it went, the altercation, if you will, the the way it was handled by the police. It, it led to the death of this young man. OK, which um, uh, I think these people feel that has been the ongoing posture of the police because. Yeah, uh, 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 the police have the upper hand, eh? You know, and particularly in this case, you know, he was a young man, and the, the police officer being trained, uh, uh, better armed, uh, he he, all he had to do was subdue, and, Here, not, and he, not, we had and this, not kill him. We had that discussion. You know, this is that's, this, this. That's what it means to people. No, but that's, that's that's what it means to the nation and everybody watching because I think other people are feeling that. What happened okay, during the ninety nine percent? Then let me ask peaceful, uh, peace, let me ask you this: peaceful protest and civil, uh, and and what do they do? A lot of uh, uh, violence against the people by then the why, police. Why isn't the media covering the killing of an unarmed white youth? By a black police officer. For instance, it happened uh, to Dylan Taylor, an unarmed white 20-year-old shot and killed by a black policeman outside of 7-Eleven in Utah, which has received virtually no media coverage beyond the local stuff. Why? I'll tell you why. Because it doesn't follow the narrative. And let me explain the narrative, Angel. The narrative is this, and it's mostly by the liberals, that one— the liberals like to push over and over that one. You're depressed. You're, op- you're oppressed because you're black. You're oppressed because you're woman. You're oppressed because you're Mexican or any minority. You're oppressed because you're gay or lesbian. You're oppressed because you're poor. You're oppressed because you want abortions and the far right wants to take them away. You're oppressed. You're oppressed. You're oppressed. They want to push that, and it doesn't follow the narrative. You know this whole situation about white privilege. Did you know that our educators are being educated? about white privilege. Our teachers are being taught how to express to our youths in schools that there is a so-called white privilege and that we need to stop it, that white people are more privileged than other minorities. And that's a horrible thing to do. And that's just another movement by the left to try to make people oppressed. And you, Angel, have been, have been touting, as long as we've been on this radio show, you have been touting the don't believe the hype crap. And let me tell you, don't believe the hype. And often, in this case, for instance, you're believing the hype. You're falling no, for it. No, Charlie, I, the, 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 it's, it's simple, man. The guy was not subdued. He was killed. Period. Okay, let me ask you this. So let me ask you, the, you know, whatever the okay, whatever you, these, hey, wait, whatever there was, the, there was wait, a period there, Angel. Whatever Did you these, say period, whatever these these people you say, you know, whatever they're putting on TV, you need to go talk to the people on TV. OK, but I think that for, for the most part, the people that are not on TV, the people that are the people. Then let me say this, you know, nope. Uh, out of the millions, I'll say the tens of thousands of people who are protesting, the millions who are watching the hundreds and hundreds of media and pundits who are talking about it, most of which are very sympathetic toward the young man, maybe 0.0001% actually know what happened. So um, you you and I don't need... 
don't need to speak about what happened. I believe and I hope that the truth comes out and whatever the truth says that the, that people in you know accept it. But I do believe that the police officer will be found not guilty and I will believe that there will be riots all over the country and I'll tell you who's responsible for that. For our leaders and for the media and mostly for the media and those agitators who go out there like Sharpton and uh, Jackson and all of those who all they do is talk about race war and race this. There, you know, Sharpton, I mean, uh, uh, Jesse Peterson said it. There will be a race war. There is going to be riots in about a year or whatever it takes for this uh, this trial to go. And and I'm telling you right now and it's being stoked by the media right now. As, as evidenced by the coverage. I mean, the coverage has been so sympathetic toward this kid. I'm not saying that the kid deserved to die, but there, it's all anti-cop. It's all anti-this police officer, and nobody knows the truth <laughs> except that police officer and the dead kid. So I saw this video on YouTube, right? Because like, I'm totally watching this on YouTube. And I saw this video about this guy, right? Uh, a black gentleman. I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but he has this ongoing YouTube channel, uh, um, and he and the name of his show, his, his YouTube show, is his name. I can't remember. And he goes on there, and he's like, "I'm gonna go over to uh, this part of I don't know what city, what state." Um, and he's in his car, right? Uh, uh, because anonymous said that. Uh, the the police officer was at this address, and I'm not going to give away the address. He didn't give it away, but I'm going there now. So the whole time he's there, he's got his camera. He's recording himself driving. He's recording him, you know, looking for the addresses and stuff. And he gets to this pad, right? <laughs> and it's like a, it's like a, you know, it's you know, two white ladies come out, and apparently, <laughs> before she opens, she only opens like the door. You could, she's talking through the screen, and the guy's introducing himself, telling him he's from a radio show. And, uh, you know, so that uh, so as to not startle the woman. Right. But the woman, she's like, where's my where's my cop at? She's looking both left and right, left and right. She's not even <laughs> looking at him. Where's my cop at? Where's my cop? She actually came out and it's the wrong house. Anonymous gave the wrong house, according to this video. And she was out there. She, uh, you know, they it wasn't a, it didn't get ugly or nothing like that. But uh, apparently people have been going over there and, and police had been there. Uh, for some reason, they must have went to lunch or something. And they left there. <laughs> it's terrible. So Anonymous gave another. But the thing is, the guy is a dispatcher. The guy that does live there is a dispatcher for a police department. I'm not sure if it was the same police station or what have you. But uh, See, that's terrible. <laughs> Anonymous I mean, gave the wrong the deal. Here's the deal. We cannot that's why they didn't give away their name. Here's eh? the deal, Angel. Here's the deal. I'm we, not sure. Hey, I'm not Angel. sure if this is the guy, eh? but don't give him your name. Hey. Eh? <laughs> here's the deal, Angel. Um, this... The same people who are crying for, you know, uh, um, you know, who who don't want who claim that America is going back to the whole uh, Jim Crow and the lynch mob uh, mentality have the lynch mob mentality. They're they're out there already convicting the police officer that you know what there are. There is a, a justice system in America and the best way for it to work is to let it work. And if we are trying this guy and convicting him in public, that's it's it's. But it's you know, wrong. but you know what? I think it's it has to happen that way because you know if, what if it has. It to, does. I don't think stone him on no, the street. Then no, I don't think that they should have. You know, I'm not saying I'm not condoning go to loot 
and, and get violent on there. But there needs to be some uh, uh, civil unrest so that people get the picture. And that's happening because that's assuming wait, the that masses, the police officer was, was wrong. The mass is right. There you go. You just convicted him. Right. You just tried and convicted wait, him. Wait, Jose, uh, that's a, that, no, that, what I'm saying is you have to sway public opinion uh, no, public opinion needs to sway the courts because that's the way you do it. No, it doesn't. Yes, it is. Absolutely not. You it, know why? Because you want to know why? Because there has to be a presentation of evidence. Right. You can't. Opinion does not work in court. That is bias. It does. Opinion though. is bias. Angel. Angel, listen. There you're, needs you're, to. Let me finish, dude. There needs to be a display and the evidence. And guess what? But that's guess, the way it is. Guess Holmes. who has? Sorry, Angel. Eh? Guess. Sorry let me talk, <laughs> dude. Really, I don't interrupt. You already you. said it, though, Angel. Dude, you, you've been interrupting all I told night. You, I told you, Rene. Angel, there, there needs to be, as a matter of fact, the burden of proof lies on the prosecution. According to our judicial system, it is up to the prosecution to, det- uh, to prove, the, prove their case. And if they don't prove it and there's reasonable doubt, the guy walks. And that's that. So you, what you're trying to say is the, 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 uh, that the that, uh, opinion has to sway. That is, Angel, how would you feel if you were an innocent Man who and 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 everyone's opinion was that you were guilty, and so it swayed the court. I mean, that is wrong. It's utterly ridiculous. What needs to change is the posture of the police. Oh, posture, my ass. Okay, how about just court? Let the let the evidence uh, rule, um, and that's that. Talking about ass, would you shut it? <laughs> I was in the middle of saying something. <laughs> All right, go on, whatever, dude. Next. Yeah, you know what? The people in Br- in Burning Man, eh, they got rained out, eh? <laughs> Burning Man got rained <clears throat> out. Yeah, you know you br- couldn't burn the man. Yeah, that's okay. The Gates of Burning Man uh, is a week long uh, art orgy concert uh, held uh, 110 miles north of, of Reno, usually on a dry uh, lake, kind of a desert spot. Right. They call it the Playa. It was closed Monday. And probably, and and today actually, due to rain, uh, according to a festival spokesman. This is on, uh, what am I reading this on? On the San Francisco Gate. Hey now, San Francisco Gate. The event, which draws tens of thousands of festival goers known as burners to the Black Rock Desert in Nevada, was slated to be open at 10 a.m. Monday, but... Those who were not inside were being turned around at the entrance. Tickets for the Burning Man were hard to come by. Prices started at three eighty, but when you got them from someone else, a thousand bucks, man, they get pretty up there. Black Rock City has shut down following uh, rainstorms that left standing water on the playa, leaving it undrivable. That's by uh, according to one of the spokesmen there. So, hey, the organizers expect more rain. Uh, actually, they expect the rain to dissipate, uh, and the playa should dry up. Eh? So hopefully there is some puddles, because eh? it could get pretty dusty You know, it's there. interesting. Uh, uh, that one, just like the raves and all, those were all, all these subculture events that had nothing to do with, you know, with, um, like you like to say, capitalism and commercialism. And now it's like $300 to go to the middle of the desert somewhere and camp out and, and watch the, and have these hedonistic uh, uh, parties and watch this big, <laughs> like... Um, uh, Did like, you say hedonistic? Yes, hedonistic, man. <laughs> have you not heard what happens in that joint? It's like a hedon in, in, in the middle of the desert. 
I that's what it is. You know what? I was uh, I I've known about it for years. I've been following it for years. It never really appealed to me, but it's starting to now, eh? Could now that it's commercialized, it's uh, ironic. No, could it? No, Charlie. I think it's, it has to. It has less to do the commercialism than more to do that. Man, going to my mid, say what do they call it? Your what? Midlife, eh? You going through your midlife crisis? Ah, I'm gonna go get naked at the at the playa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't <laughs> talk about that, dude. I don't want to hear about that. Please. Well, this festival started in 1986. It was a small gathering of friends burning a wood man on the San Francisco Baker Beach. It ballooned over for years and now thousands of people go over there. So apparently the uh, the hotels in Reno, people that are coming from that direction, uh, uh, the p- hotels in Reno, they, they got wind of it and they started tweeting, you know, burners, if you need a place to stay here, packages and deals are as follows. Awesome. Because, you know, people are stranded. They're not letting it What do you think about that? I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah and that's called capitalism. Thank you. <laughs> Next, uh, Billy Goodnight uh, chimed in about a minute ago uh, in regards to "Got You Good." I love that one. Got uh, chimed in a minute ago regarding um, uh, the riots in Ferguson, I suppose, because he asks. Here's my question about all this: What does all the looting and burning down buildings have to do with justice? Exactly, and they're burning down buildings and looting. What What does it have to do with? I'll say it: opportunis, opportunism. They're taking the opportunity to loot under the guise of being angry about this whole situation. It's not about that. It's all about looting. It's a bunch of crap. Anyways, what's next, bro? You got another one? Yeah, you know this. Uh, uh, there's this lady. Let me see. <laughs> oh, check it out, dude. Serial plane stowaway arrested in Phoenix Airport. Oh, we did that story. Did we? I thought we did, or maybe I heard it before. It's a serial plane stowaway. A, a woman, right? Yeah. I guess we didn't do it, but I've heard it before. Go ahead. Read it for uh, no, Charlie. Go ahead. In Phoenix, Arizona, a woman accused of trying to sneak aboard multiple flights without a ticket and sentenced to jail for returning to a Los Angeles airport in violation of her probation was arrested Tuesday after being recognized uh, loitering at a Phoenix airport, police said. So how do you know when someone's loitering there? A lot of people hang out there. Police were, were how do you know that, eh? Um, um, the story? I saw it on TV. <laughs> Police were requesting. <laughs> I, I, I don't care if you're not listening, Jose. I hope, as long as our listeners are. Police were requesting. No, it's because I was just responding to it. Uh, um, Police were requesting a mental health evaluation for Marilyn John uh, Hartman, 62, who was taken into custody near baggage claim at uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor. Been there many times. Uh, I've, I've gotten drunk there a few times. Uh, at International Airport on suspicion of cr- criminal trespass, uh, said the uh, sergeant over in Phoenix. Hartman was recognized by airport personnel about 11.30 a.m. Tuesday, loitering around a checkpoint and again was not in possession of an airline ticket. Man, why did she just grab her, you know, car ticket or her 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 laundry ticket or something? You know, faked it. Crump said it wasn't the first time she's been spotted at the Phoenix airport. Uh Hartman was removed from Sky Harbor on August twenty and given a trespass uh warning after she attempted to enter a security checkpoint without a ticket. Uh, Crump said the incident came just four days after she was released from jail in California because of overcrowding. Yeah, I mean, like, why would you hold them? There's there's so many more worst criminals out there. Why would you hold this lady there, you know? But, you know, she got she was serving 117 days, man. 
trip out. 170 days, dude. That's messed up. Um, in uh, Dyer, Count, Dyer Country High School, which is in the... God, I, somebody... Is that my phone, dude? Turn off the freaking ringer. Um, there was a um, <laughs> a young girl who was suspended for saying, bless you, in classroom. Her name's Kendra Turner. She was suspended from Dyer C- Country High School after saying, bless you, when her classmates sneezed. Her teacher told her that that kind of talk was for church. She said, we're not going to have godly speaking in our class. And the young lady said to her, well, I have a constitutional right. Miss Turner said she was standing up for her religious beliefs, but when she defended her actions, she was sent to school officials who sent her to in-school suspension. How old is she? I don't know, high school kid. Orale. On the whiteboard. And the teacher? On the whiteboard, you know, they don't have chalkboards anymore. It's all about whiteboards. On the whiteboard, the teachers made a list of banned expressions, including bless you, boring, I don't know, my bad. Notice how I'm saying it like a teenager. No wonder. I, I understand when he gets mad. I, I hate when kids say boring or I don't know or my bad. Now, what the heck? What, is that? what does my bad mean? I'm my bad. And then as well as banning other peer expressions like hang out and stuff like that. Um, school officials told Miss Turner's parents that she shouted "Bless you" across room, and it was disruptive—a disruptive outburst. That is bullshit. The <laughs> no. kid was a bit across was across the room. Said "Bless you." I know. It's because the teacher doesn't have any manners, eh? <laughs> it's that simple, eh? It's called sec- it's secularism. You know what's the irony here? That these same very people who say... What does sex that, have to do with no, this? Same, the very same people who cry about don't cram your religion down your throat because I'm an atheist, cram their atheism down people's throat. <laughs> if they, and you know what? A person has a constitutional right. You know, here's Angel. This is a double whammy because the freedom... I mean, uh, the First Amendment protects not only your freedom of expression, but your freedom to... Practice your own religion. And this kind of stuff, little by little, the secularists are taking stuff out of society where you can't say bless you. You can't have the uh, Pledge of Allegiance under God. You know, they're taking any uh, uh, religious icons out of anything having to do with in public, which is just wrong. It's a way of trying to take moral morals and morality out of society. It is wrong, 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 wrong. And you know what? Stand up, man. I'd sue them. <laughs> they do that on radio, eh? All that shit uh, they put on the radio is kind of pretty bad. <laughs> um, according to uh, Mrs. They do it on the news, too. According to the young lady's pastor, um, there were several students that were talking about this particular faculty member saying that uh, the member was demeaning to, to them in regards to their faith. And um, some students have come to class wearing... Hashtag bless you T-shirts to show their support. Thank God. And Miss um, Turner told uh, a local radio station, a radio or TV station, it's all right to defend God, and it's our constitutional right because we have a freedom of religion and freedom of speech. You know what's funny? When teachers, our educators, here's the deal, Angel. The majority of the kids, the majority of kids don't. The majority of kids are going to listen to the teacher. They're going to be... Um, they may not be overtly um, um, anti-First Amendment, but they will be uh, more acqu- acquiescent 
to oppressive laws and uh, civil rights violations in the future as they become older because they've been educated as such. You know that you know that story of the flea? Did you know the flea could jump like 100 times its own height? But you put it in a jar and, it, and, and put the lid on the jar and it'll keep hitting that lid of the jar until all of a sudden you take the lid off and it can no longer jump higher than the jar because it kept hitting that jar. That's what this is doing. It's called miseducation. I like that it's one. Called, I never heard that one. It's, from, it's like Pink Floyd's The Wall. Dude, we don't need your education. That's what that song is about, you know? And it's ridiculous. Well... I liked it, that one. I like the way you put that. It's a good. It's, it's a good one. Hey, so so Labor Day is coming up. Okay, there you go. Right? <laughs> Let's talk about Labor Day. Where, where you, did you want to make plans here on the radio? Hey, Labor Day is coming up. No, you know what I'm doing this weekend, this three day weekend. Nothing, eh? I'm saving. I'm bartering down. I'm saving my money. I'm saving my energy, even my brain cells. Eh? I'm just gonna veg this weekend. That'd be eh? good. <laughs> And my liver. I'm not going to drink. Was there a story with that? Or you just want to say it's Labor Day weekend? Yeah. The first Monday uh, in September is a creation of the Labor Day movement and is dedicated to the social and economic uh, achievements. Did I say? Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. Social and economic achievements of the American workers. Uh, It constitutes a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well-being of our country. It was founded more than 100 years, uh, oh, excuse me, more than 100, uh, 100 years after the first day, uh, first Labor Day observance. There is still some doubt as to who first proposed the holiday for the workers. Eh? It says here that some guy named Matthew McGuire and Peter McGuire, uh, Matthew out of the uh, uh, Brotherhood of Carpenters and uh, joiners and uh, the the co-founder of the American Federation of Labor, but I think it was those vatos over at the uh, Home Depot who fucking started that <laughs> shit. Oh no! I think they uh, Labor Day uh, is a good thing. I mean, uh, 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 because you know, it, it's even said it's Labor Day, but you rest. You get the day off. I mean, it's it's kind is of it on Monday or is it on Friday? It's the first Monday of of uh, of, uh, of September. September. Oh shit! And it's September. it's kind of a consolation to the worker uh, because it's only one day out of so many days out of the year that we work, and and really for you know it is a consolation. It's interesting you see that because in other countries, Europe, um, Germ- like different countries in Europe and and uh, Australia, they get like mandatory. Companies have to give their workers a mandatory three or four week vacations a year mandatory by, think, by law I, I think that's great i think they have a mandatory something here but it may no, they don't. Know how many weeks it's, it is no it's not there's no mandatory vacation here in the united states Let's it's pretty way. mandatory because eh, we get pretty pissed off eh and then we won't go to work and we'll <laughs> go on strike <laughs> we anyway. don't need your pinchy hale. We'll be right back with uh, hey, who's what's the guy's name? Sniper from Six Cycles. Sniper from Six Cycles. We'll eh? be right back. <laughs>
everyone. This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. I like the way you broke right in there. No, that was... <laughs> that was that wasn't intentional. That was weird. I know. I'm sorry about that. Um, anyway, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Yeah, we're also doing it out of the uh, largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for our radio channel because it's all ours, eh? Twin Talk Cast Radio. And be part of the Twin Pirate. And tell your friends all about us. He can. Uh, Billy Goodnight, he just, he's chatting it up today, I guess, because he wasn't with us last week. What's up, I, Billy? I noticed, Billy. He says, what's up, homies? And then he says, you guys may be in trouble later, especially Angel. I wonder what that was referring to. Give <laughs> us a call at 626-275-TWINS to let us know what you're talking about. What the heck are you talking Eight, about? 8946. Hey, call in, homes, and give us a heads up. Anyway, so introduce our guest. Uh, oh, our next guest, uh, he is the... Uh, uh, founder and uh, organizer of uh, Sick Cycles, um, uh, uh, which is a motorcycle club. Uh, his name is Sniper. What's up, Sniper? Are you there? Hey, Jose and Angel. How are you doing, brother? All right, man. Thanks for coming on the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Hey, man. What's up? Hey, how's, how's it going? Not bad. Hey, thanks, thanks for taking our call in today and... Uh, uh, and uh, um, I'm glad that we got you on the air because I wanted, you know, to, first of all, tell Sniper, tell us who you are and uh, and 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 what's Sick Cycles. Okay, uh, I'm just a regular guy who rides a Harley Davidson motorcycle, and uh, I love riding it in the wind, being with my brothers and stuff like that. Uh, Sick Cycles is an organization that was established in 2008. Uh, by seven guys, six other than myself, and uh, it was organized to uh, do events and stuff like that for families in need, for needy organizations, more or less a promotional group of bikers that want to help out the, those people who don't have the other way to make mean, means to meet their uh, their needs in their lives. Okay. Most of the time, it's a tragic need, and we come there to help them out. That's what we do. Right on, and uh, and uh, and. Is it still seven guys, or has it grown, or what's up? No, we've grown now. We've uh, reached uh, uh, over 40 members now. Uh, we got some members in Arizona, uh, throughout Southern California, and uh, they're all my brothers. They're all good guys. They're here to, to support what we do and, and our goal. What we're trying to do is help out as many people as we can uh, and also change the image of the biker community, let people know that, you know what, bikers put out a lot of effort to help a lot of people in need. They do a lot of events for cancer. They do it for Down syndrome, lupus, a lot of things, and they help out a lot. Not just the stereotype that you get that bikers are out there causing problems. They, they might look hard, but if you talk to them, most of them are just like everybody else. they got a 9 to 5, you know. They're out there. they got families. they got grandkids, you know. They just have a love for a Harley-Davidson motorcycle. That's what it's all about. I was. This is Jose. I was going to ask you what is the stereotype of the biker, but you answered that question. But let me just to have fun. What is the one stereotype about bikers that just bugs you the most? 
I would think it's probably because everybody thinks that bikers are there to cause problems. I mean, we have a hard look, you know, we wear a vest, you know, and it's very intimidating, and I understand that. We ride to a lot of nice locations, you know, and there's general public there, families and stuff, and the first thing that they do, you know, is they grab the kids and they step away from you, they, they get, get out of your way and stuff like that, but what they don't realize is we're just like them. We just have a different attire. We just have a different love for something that we enjoy, and that's just the biker's feel. That's just the way it is. But if you sit down and talk to bikers and you sit down and talk with us, you'll understand that, you know what, we give a lot of respect, you know. In the biker community, respect is a word that's carried deeply to the heart. It's a word that means, you know, it's something that's, that's earned. It's not given. So to earn respect, you have to give respect. And that's what we do here at Six Cycles. We've given a lot of respect. We've been established since 2008. We've been running now for six years. And we're well-known throughout the biker community. And everybody knows that, you know what, wherever we go, they're going to have a friend there. They're going to have people they can talk to. And, you know, that's our whole goal is to greet people, meet people, and give them a whole different image of the biker community. Hey, if I if I rode one of those rice rockets like a Honda, would I still be your friend? <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you brought one, I got a couple of brothers that have street bikes also, you know. Utterly. It's all about riding on two wheels. You know, they just have a different little... Different type of stilo than Oh, no, 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 but mine's does, a three-wheeler, dude. It's all about being on two wheels. Mine's a three-wheeler, dude. I, I don't want to kill myself. He's got a tricycle, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Holmes. That'll I, work. I, I, I've seen your bikes at the shows, and you guys, indeed, you guys do look pretty hard, eh? Like a biker, but you, you all, I've met a couple of you guys on, uh, uh, at, at a car show, and you're firme vatos, eh? I, I appreciate that, and I don't, and it's okay if, if I, I, it's great to have friends that look hard, eh? Because, no one will mess with you, eh? So, <laughs> hey, so, Sniper, why don't you... Go ahead. Yeah. No, you got to remember, if you do kind of look hard, people won't be... They'll be think, taking a second thought about maybe coming down there and giving you a hard time. Yeah. So, yeah, there is a little respect given with that. <laughs> There's some perks to it, huh? Hey, so tell uh, tell everybody, what what's your next event that you guys are uh, organizing Okay, we got an event coming up that's going to be on Saturday, September 13th. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's a, a fighting cancer event. It's uh, The beneficiary is the City of Hope. It's going to be held at Original Mike's in the City of Santa Ana, which the address is 100 South Main Street. And it's also sponsored by Russ Motorcycle Attorneys. Uh, we're going to have a lowrider bike show there. It's a family, family or family-friendly type event. You can bring your kids. We're gonna have a lot of uh, <laughs> cancer victims, a lot of cancer fighters. Those who have a beaten cancer are gonna be there supporting this event. We're gonna have three live bands. The bands are gonna be Southbound 57, Gorilla Joe and Flash Bomb, and the Rebellious Blues Dogs, which yeah. are very good blues bands known throughout the biker community. And we're gonna have a special appearance by the Straight Eight Local Bike. Uh, which is Stevie's bike, and it's a this bike has won numerous awards and trophies throughout the, the biker and lowrider community throughout California and outside of California. So, so and we also have numerous sponsors, which is Bottles uh, and Victor's Magazine, Espinosa's Leather, Raw Leather, Rolling Deep for Charities, The Upside of Down, Candy Co, Bagger Connection, All Service, LA Baggers, Harley Nation, and another one which is called FUCK Cancer. So uh, you that's the day, you the day and it's going to be good. We're going to have uh, an outdoor band in the patio area, and uh, we're going to be doing raffles and stuff like that, and it, there will be vendors there to shop to. And it, we're also going to have some 
some MMA, MMA fighters going to be there supporting this event also, talking to the cancer fighters and, and, you know, upholding them and, you know, talking to them about what they do to fight their fights and then also supporting them in their fight against cancer. Hey, so is this going to be free or what does it cost money? What's up? Okay, uh, the don any type of donation, any amount is welcome at the door. Okay. Kids 12 and under are going to be free, and all the donations at the door are going to go to the City of Hope. Right on. This uh, is Great City of Hope, the Research and Cancer Center. Okay, guys, uh, it's the first annual fighting cancer event by Six Cycles. Uh, it's going to be at Original Mike's in Santa Ana. Uh, the uh, address is on Main Street. It's on Saturday, September 13th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Save the date. Go uh, bring a donation. And, uh, you know, it's family-friendly, but make sure your family is friendly, all right, eh? <laughs> Thanks, Sniper. <laughs> That's right. Let's just leave all the attitudes at home, man. Let's bring down there and let's support the cause, man. Everybody's got a family member who is either fighting cancer or has fought cancer. Or they lost family members to cancer. So let's go in there and support those who are still here helping us to fight this fight. Thanks, uh, brother. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon, Sniper. All right, Jose Nito. Gracias, Fernando. You have a good day, brother. All right. Bye. Shoo!
Yeah, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And I'm Jose. I am Angel. And now we've gone to the segment of the show that I call the My Patriot Pass, where I rant about something that's maybe bugging me, but I utilize this as an opportunity to exercise my freedom of expression, which is protected by the First Amendment. And the reason why I started doing this was because too many people are getting caught up with political correctness. Too many people are allowing political correctness and societal norms and even our government to oppress and infringe on our expressions. And therefore, I use this time to say things and rant about things that may be bugging me or might titillate me or might whatever me. But hey, <laughs> it may not be something that you agree with. But that's the reason for the First Amendment, ladies and gentlemen. The reason for the First Amendment is not to protect you from uh, uh, saying things that everyone agrees with. Because then it would be moot, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why there's a First Amendment is so that people who may not have a popular point of view, who may say something that's offensive to you, who may be talking about something that's politically on the other side than what you have to say, it's for that reason to protect their opportunity to speak and yours as well. So I'm speaking to that minority group. Yes, it is a very vocal minority out there. And most of them left who are a, who scream about tolerance, talk about, you know, tolerance for the gays and the lesbians and the minorities and for women and for abortion and all of those issues. If there's a conservative out there who speaks their beliefs and says, bless you across the classroom or says, I don't believe in abortion or says it is my religious belief that I, I cannot sell a cake to gay people. That doesn't mean you have to go fighting against them. You need to tolerate them. That's what the First Amendment is about. If you want people to tolerate your issues, your idiosyncrasies, your considered rights, then you need to consider other people's rights also. Because guess what? It's written in the Constitution. And that is my Patriot Pass. There you go. That's my brother Jose exercising his biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, and uh, uh, with his Patriot Pass. Hey, so you know, you know, all those on the right, you know, you got to, you, what did you say? You have to respect other people's rights and consider their rights and their wrongs. Holmes, it's okay. People do wrong things también, eh? We'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge.
Jose and Angel, kick back and listen. at the door your dirty shoes don't bring him in the house leave it at the door emotions they're natural but don't take them to work leave it at the door your opinions when you know it hurts leave it at the door are you at odds with something or yourself leave it at the door your political inclines and religious self-righteous and your sexual irritations leave it at the door it doesn't matter just bring an empty canvas yourself and that's all you need and nothing more chill one love That's another edition of Angels Chill Out. And that brings us to the end of another Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. 
And uh, thanks for being there, eh? but we're going to be here again next Tuesday because Tuesday is Twins Day. So tune in again. Um, we'll let you know later who's coming on and who's calling and who's coming and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a good show like they all are. This show is going to be on later, available uh, for podcasts for free on iTunes because we are iTwins. And on our website, look for www.twintalkcast.com. Look for our our latest podcast and all our other podcasts. We have some really awesome shows, man. Check them out. Also, stay tuned tonight at nine oh five. Uh, Willie Bass Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass will be on tonight, as they're on every every week. Um, and check him out tonight. He's going to have Dave Dizzle Aaron, who is uh, um, Snoop Dogg's sound engineer. He's going to be here in Tealish's Garage. Really? Talking. Yeah. Is engineer? Yeah. So now I want to leave you guys. Like I want to do something Wait different. Wait a second. Wait a second. First, it's uh, I want to thank uh, Sniper from Six Cycles. Thanks for calling in, Holmes. And uh, make sure that you guys uh, uh, check out the uh, first annual Fight Cancer uh, Bike uh, Motorcycle uh, Club and uh, Bike Show and you know booths and music at uh, Santa Ana at Original Mics. So now I want to do something very special. My brother and I were, uh, and our family was able to celebrate a 50th anniversary with our parents this week. And um, my parents uh, were able to dance their first dance, so to speak, uh, to their sweetheart song, which was sung by Liana and performed by Lenny on guitar and sung by Liana. And here is it. here it is, something close to us, and we hope you enjoy it.